0: Again, we're here in Chatzot uh, Laila. Chatzot Laila kum laudot la middle of the night. We're supposed to wake up and thank Hashem. But unfortunately, we barely go to sleep before dawn when you have uh, children and things to do, and soon uh, Shabbat is coming. Can you go to sleep? Not everyone has that privilege of going to sleep early, waking up chatzot, waking up before dawn, going to the synagogue, praying with a minyan. Not everyone are holding in those high levels of holiness and purity. Baruch Hashem. There is a, a, great, um, a great issue with uh, with righteous people that they are very heathen and some of their uh, stories are making people wonder like people have questions on the tzaddikim how can it be for an example Shemshon Agibor, Samson he was such a holy person and we know that the Bible is telling us like certain faults certain certain lackings that he had in his behavior like for an example he wanted to marry a woman that she was not from the nation of Israel and she of course converted to Judaism when she liked when she for the for the wedding but when he saw her so she was not Jewish so like how can it be that you're looking on on women out of your tribe, out of your nation? It's it's a prohibition, and he's saying he yashra be'enai. She's she she like yashra means she looked honest to me. She suits me. She she was good for me. But when it's written be'enai in my eyes, means that he was looking. So like what now? You're looking at women, Shimshon. But we know, even though that we can see that, and we know that after a while, he was, um, he suffered badly because of that um, relationship with his wife, Delilah, Delilah, the wife of Shimshon. And we know that he suffered greatly. Great, great uh, judgments took place, and suffering and sorrow, and We know that it's written on him, on Shimshon, that uh, he was supposed to be Mashiach. He was able to be Mashiach. Now, every time I I see it, I set the camera perfectly. I'm happy with the way it is. And then after one minute, I feel I'm getting shorter. So I don't know what to do. If I'm getting shorter, or that uh, someone is playing with my camera, what's going on? but we're going to keep on playing with it until I I feel good. I need to feel good with my work. So it's written on uh, Shimshon that he was supposed to be Mashiach. He had the potential of becoming the Messiah of, of his generation. So how can it be that from one side that person was so righteous and so noble, and we see amazing wonders that took place with him in his life, and in the same time, you have rebukes. The Bible is, is telling and testifying that he was not perfect in his, in his ways, that certain things that he did was, was not uh, appropriate, were not right. But also we can see that one moment before the end of his life, when the plishtim tied him um, to two huge pillars in the, in the base of, of the structure um, of their stadiums, so they wanted to, to, to kill him and to, to make him come into the ring and to fight, they wanted to abuse him in, in public, and he was crying to Hashem, and he asked Hashem, I want you, after it's written that they poked his eyes, the, the pelishtim poked his eyes, and he couldn't see no more, And then he cried to Hashem, Please allow me to to revenge one of my eyes from Pelishtim, from those ones who poked my eyes. So we see that that he asked from Hashem a revenge, that Hashem will give him the power to revenge the sorrow that they caused him to his eyes. But only to one of his eyes means that the other eye that there is a revenge that is like waiting, like what happened with that eye is still like he didn't use that credit that he had on his eyes means that his eyes were holy, and we just saw that he was that his eyes were poked, and why they were poked we know that we saw the verse that he said about Delilah. Be'nai, like, I saw her with my eyes and I liked her. So he was punished in his eyes for them to be stabbed, for them to be poked, based on the sin. That's what we will assume. That's what we're going to we're gonna think to ourselves. That holy man sinned with his eyes. And then he'd been punished with his eyes. He'd been poked because he walked after his eyes. Also the Gemara is telling us that. The Talmud is telling us that. So. How can it be that after he is being punished on something that he did, now he will go and ask revenge for those eyes. Like, means that those eyes had credit. They were poked for no reason. And now they owe me. If he was in a debt debt for looking with his eyes. So now that the punishment was his payment to pay for the debt, for the crime, that he looked on a foreign woman that in a way that he was not supposed to. And therefore, they poked his eyes, so now we're even. Uh, heaven's court should say we're even. But here we see that after they poked his eyes, he's asking from Hashem to give him the power to revenge those enemies, those cruel plishtim that poked his eyes, but he's asking to use the merit of only one of his eyes to kill them. And then Hashem gives him the power and he breaks those two pillars and all that balcony that was above his head, all that roof, crashed crashed on him, he died in that fall. And also, I think, more than 3,000 of the people who were mocking him and laughing at him, ministers of the pelishtim, um, officers of the plishtim, soldiers of plishtim, like important people in their evil army. So you see that Hashem gave a huge revenge to a person that was, even though was potentially like become, about to become Mashiach, was righteous, was pure, but sinned, but violated with his eyes in a level that he was supposed to be punished with poking and losing both of his eyes. Think about that. Now why am I saying all those why am I bringing that tale? Why, why am I bringing us to, to such like heroic stories? And Because I'll tell you another small thing, and then it will be easier to understand. I gave that example once, and I'm going to use it again. I'm quoting myself. Is that okay? Sometimes I'm quoting myself. So just reviewing things that we learned and talked about in the past. So... I read once in a book on a heathen righteous man that he was going from one town to the other, from one state to the to the next, and he had an angel that was talking to him and guiding him, tells him what to do and what he's supposed to do and what Hashem wants him to do. And in one of his travels, Hashem, the angel told him that he that from heaven they want him to go to a certain village in a certain state and to drink water from the well, and to say, She'akol Bidvaro on that water. Okay, he took his stuff and went. Came to that village, came to that place, found the well, took out water in a bucket, filled his cup, said, She'akol Bidvaro with beautiful intention, and drank. Then he heard the angel came to him and told him, Now Abraham, Avraham Avinu, he is full of gratitude to you. And he will bless you and he will bless your family for the favor that you made with his great grandchildren, because that village is full of the great great grandchildren of Abraham from one of his wives that went, Benash Fachot, that went and and established their, their, their nation here, their community here. And they were drinking from poor water for a long, long time, and now you, with that blessing, you elevated the spiritual um like whatever in above the water, and you purified the water, you healed the water, and from now on, the children of Abraham will drink pure water so now You will say to yourself, wow, what a merit, that righteous man, look at him. He was so noble that Hashem sent him to that place to satisfy Avraham, to make Avraham so happy, the power of his blessings. And I will tell you, no, I will tell you the greatness of him was the ability to hear, yes, it's true. He was able to hear the angel. He was able to understand the will of God. But I want to tell you that when you're catching a flight and you are walking in a certain terminal that no one ever thinks about saying brachot over there, that no one ever say blessings on water over there, and you stop and you fill some water into your bottle and you just, before you zip it, you say, Baruch Atah Hashem, Melech and you drink the water i'll tell you you don't know what hashem just did with that blessing of yours you're gonna think to yourself with your silly self-esteem low self-esteem oh me i'm nothing i'm barely blessing i'm barely doing and i'll tell you you just cannot hear what you are doing while you're doing those simple things when you open a window you open a window. When you open a door, you open a door. When a Baal Shem Tov opens a door, a Baal Shem Tov opens a door. You want to say that when a Baal Shem throws his rod to the, to the lake and takes out a fish and it's for Shabbat, so then stories on a hidden soul of a righteous man from an ancient generation that came into the fish and now by the merit of the Baal Shemtov again, if you took out a fish from the pond, there is a story behind that fish. Maybe you don't have the ears of the Baal Shem Tov. Maybe you don't have the ears of the students of a Baal Shem Tov to carry that story to the next generation. Maybe you don't recognize the glory and the beauty of your actions, but I'll tell you, you're not different than Abal Baal Hashem Tov. You know why? Because Abal Baal Hashem Tov didn't pick the right fish from 1,000 fish in the pond. No. Hashem brought that fish to His rod, to His bait, to His Shabbos table. And Hashem brought a fish to your table as well. And there is a story, and there is a reason, and there is a purpose for that fish to come to your table. And Hashem, He knows that. And you, and the fact that you don't know, doesn't mean that it doesn't happen. It doesn't mean that those wonders are not taking place in your life on your Shabbos table or when you walk in that alley or when you walk in that terminal catching the next flight and able to say Sharkol. And when you cannot see that's the time you need to believe. So on Shimshon HaGibar that we just mentioned you want to say no, he was so powerful he was so righteous. Yes, he was righteous but also he was sinning. Also he failed. Also, he messed up big time in his relationship with Delilah. There's a big story over there. He messed up. If he wouldn't mess up, the Bible wouldn't say that on him. Now, I'm not saying that he did what you did. I'm not saying that he did what I did. No, he did what he did. He did what he did, and on what that he did, he was punished. Hashem created a certain balance. Now, you have a certain balance in your life as well. Now, That balance is revealing the fact that the Creator never gave up on you. The Creator rebukes the ones He loves. The rebuke is showing that the Creator still has hope from you. That the Creator did not give up on you. That's the only message. When you have a child that you're not telling him what to do anymore, it's because you gave up. If you have a child that you just let him be, it means that you gave up on educating him. But when you have a child and every step he makes, you have things to tell him and you think, and you... I'm not saying that we are worthy rebukers, but that urge is waking up inside of us because we want them to walk straight, because we want them to be correct. And when Hashem is rebuking us, for sure it's coming out of a pure heart, with a pure intention, with a great reason, for a noble purpose. Because He knows that if He will talk to us, or at least He hopes, that if He will talk to us, we will listen. And this is why in the morning we're saying, I thank you Hashem, I thank you Hashem, that you brought back my soul with compassion your faith is great your faith is great your faith in me is great that you believe in me that's why you woke me up this morning and you brought back the holy soul to my heart to my brain to my body for my organs to wake up and to function because you believe that I have a chance you have faith in me And if you have faith in me, who am I to contradict you? Not to have faith in myself. Because that some sick, crazy people don't have faith in me, I need to doubt myself as well. If I know that you have faith in me, why that I will doubt myself? Because of some poor people who doesn't have faith in me? Probably they don't have faith in me because they don't have faith in themselves. And if they don't have faith in themselves... What does that mean? They don't have faith in Hashem. They can say, Oh, I'm the first one in line of the believers. I'm the righteous. I'm the, the tzaddik. I'm kadosh. I'm whatever. They can say whatever they want. Many crooks can say whatever they want. But the truth is that no one can know Hashem until he knows himself. Until he knows every single thing about himself. Daat to know Hashem, la daat et Hashem to know Hashem. The word daat is built from an amazing combination. The word daat you write it in Hebrew, dalet, ayin, daat, daat. To know, to know Hashem, and that's the purpose. Like it's written in the Zohar Kadosh, that the purpose is begindech to le that people will know Him. That's the purpose. That they will know him and recognize him. That's the purpose of our creation. Now the word daat, when you break that word to three letters, Dalet, ayin, taf, daat, you can see those letters as 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 um, capital letters of first letters of the words da atzmecha tamid or da tchila. You should know yourself always. Or, you should know yourself first. First of all, if you want to know your Maker, first of all, how am I going to know Him? Like Iov said, "Mi I'm going to see God through my flesh. You look at yourself. God made you in the shape of God. means that you are telling a fantastic story. Look at your eyes. Fantastic story. Look at the words comes out of your mouth. Fantastic story. Look at the ears, what you heard, what you listened to. Fantastic story. Look at your face, your portrait, your fingerprints. Look at your heart. Look at your actions. Look at the situations you found yourself in. An amazing story that is revealing the plan of God that sent you Down to earth on a mission, you are a child of God, a portion of godliness, a divine portion of God from above, a holy soul that's been sent down to earth to tell the story of its maker. How can you see? Adam ta'ir panav, the wisdom of a person shines out through his face. Your face is shining the light of the tale of your soul. Of your journey, of who you are, who you are. So you need to know who you are. So for that, you need to accept yourself and you need to love yourself like that it's written. You should love your neighbor like you love your friend, yourself. You should love your friend like you love yourself. What does it mean? That if you cannot love yourself, you cannot love your friend. You know why I, I have haters? You, like, it's crazy. I have haters. I think it's the most stupid thing in the world to hate me. I don't know. How can, like, why? What have I done to someone? I don't know. But let's say I did. It's so silly. Come to me. Talk to me. Ask me. Why did you do this? Why did you do that? If I hurt you, contact me. Send me a message. Listen, let's talk. (laughs) Why aren't you talking to me? I have haters. You know why I have haters? Because people hate themselves. People truly hate themselves. And when they look at me, they see their face in my face and they hate themselves. They see their lackings. They see that they're not holding in faith when they talk to me. When they hear my lectures, when they hear rumors about me, they make up stories. People heard classes, you know. There was a rabbi a rabbi that started to talk about me, saying bad things about me. All the time, both of them, two rabbis, talking nonsense about me. Ask them, based on what you're saying those things, tell me, I want to hear that class. Let me hear the class where he said bad things. Ask them, I want to see that class where he said that. I want an evident. They're going to say, no, I heard from a student. I heard a student, someone came to me and told me this thing and told... That's Lashon HaRa. Can you base your thought on a rumor that you heard from someone else? And if that person is lying to you, and if that person couldn't understand the class, and if that person misinterpret my intention, go to the source, call me, contact me. You want my WhatsApp number? It's all over the place. Everyone who wants to contact me can t- contact me. I'm so available. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't have time to myself because I'm so available. Everyone on earth needs to understand you should love yourself. You should accept yourself, and then you won't have problems with no one. You're gonna understand. Okay, you know, I like, I don't like those that character. I, I don't feel connected to it. It doesn't do good. I'm gonna continue in my way. And then he's not an enemy. He's just different. You don't make enemies. You don't make like wars and and fights and and demons and and create nonsense. We need to be people of truth. That's our mission. To be people of peace, people of, 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 of love and honor and respect. And uh, that's it. Is it okay to go to sleep now? What's the time now? 1.13 a.m. New York time. 1.13. Hashem is good. Hashem is smiling. I'll move the camera a little bit more. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for your friendship. Thank you so much for all the good you do. May the Creator bless us all to rise and shine. So what I wanted to say, now I just, like, let's finish this, this story about Shimshon, that even if you think to yourself, oh man, I'm sinning. I sinned with my eyes. I violated. I did horrible things with my eyes. I did horrible things. I messed up. After Shimshon Agibo sinned with his eyes and punished through his eyes. Even though He sinned, and even though he was punished, still he had a merit, a huge merit, to revenge with the revenge of one of his eyes with more than 3,000 evil plishtim that laughed and mocked him, laughed at him. So you think to yourself, I'm a sinner, I did this, I did that, and it might be true. It might be true that you did horrible things in your life. It, I did horrible things in my life. I, like I know that, when I was young, I did horrible things, and until today, I, like I'm, I'm not a clean, completely clean person. I have my my weaknesses. I have my lackings. Like, I fail. I fail in many things. I'm a human being. You cannot find a righteous man who will do only good and won't sin. I'm failing. I know that I'm failing. But the fact that I'm failing doesn't mean that I'm not important in the eyes of Hashem. It doesn't mean that Hashem will not give me the revenge of my haters to see them falling in front of my eyes even if I'm not perfect. Even though Hashem remembers us, and He loves us, and He cares about us. And may His blessing hover upon us all, and may all our simple prayers be accepted and answered in no time. Amen. Can you. Thank you.